Happy Saturday, all, from your two favorite Villa birdies, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. Fun fact, we are recording this on a Friday night as per usual. Both of us are having really bad days, so mm-hmm. bear with us with a little bit of our little pessimistic attitudes today. We're coming here literally scathed by all of the external shit going on, so this is going to be a fucking tough-ass episode. Let's go. <laughs> All right, well, and then with that, let's get into the recap, but well, actually, 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 I know I said I had, like, a miserable day, but part of that was the strife of, like, getting to the movie theater to see the Barbie movie, and would you believe who had a cameo? Season 5, Chris Tyler had a cameo in the Barbie what? movie. Yeah. And I saw, like, that he was at the Barbie red carpet. And he was like, oh, well, like, maybe you won't believe me, but I'm in the Barbie movie. And I was like, he's such a jokester. And I didn't believe him. But he was in it for, like, for, like, one to two seconds. But he had a speaking role. So, shout out to him. Wow. Oh my god. And this is why our newest sponsor is the Warner Brothers Barbie. <laughs> no, I just that would be iconic. But okay, let me give you this recap. I feel like we're a little light, you know, this 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 episode. But we start off with Wednesday, Whitney and Locke come back from the party villa, the island villa, the beach party, whatever. With Mitch and Ella B. Rita Ora. And, and Rita Ora. <laughs> New bombshell alert, Rita Ora. <laughs> um, the group is quite confused as to why Wit and Locke sent Katie and Uzi home. Get your head unscrambled, people. It just is what it is. And basically, the rest of the episode is Wit and Locke trying to justify their reasoning. But something else that happened this episode was that Tyreek and Ella said I love you in an actually unique and romantic way. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? So love is in the air, people. We're fucking rolling to the finals. Thursday night's episode, we have, you know, the fallout of everybody realizing that Wit and Locken are the favorites. And also, you know, we have the couple goals challenge where it's essentially a superlative challenge where all the couples say who they think is the most this and the most that. And it gets mean, all right? Wit and Locke get called most smug. Ty and Ella get called attention seekers. Ella and Mitch, um, you know, are told that they are the least sexually compatible. Molly and Zach get, like, least likely pairing, you know, the gambit. Abby and Scott get most one-sided, but everybody's throwing jabs. But the most surprising fallout from this challenge was actually Ella and Whitney. So, you know, we saw Ella a little bit digging at Whitney, digging at Whitney. Tyreek, too, you know, he's been digging at people for a while now. And Whitney gets fed up and goes for, like, quite a jab and calls Ella selfish, the most selfish person she's ever known. Very interesting. Friday, we continue with Ella and Whitney fallout. Um, Sammy and Jess have a hideaway. The next day, Ella and Whitney get a text that they're going to go out of the villa to try to talk about their feelings. I don't know what 
the producers were thinking because it was a little premature for them to like, you know, again, talk it out. When they get back, Abby and Scott and Mitchell and Ella B, they're all talking. And then also Abby and Scott are having a chat about whether it is one-sided or whether it's not one-sided. And, you know, he should just dead it if it's just friends because she doesn't want to get hurt. And he's insisting and blah, 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 blah. And also Jess and Sammy become boyfriend-girlfriend. <laughs> and that's what happened this run of episodes. You forgot the most crazy part, which was just whipping Sammy in his little tight gold shorts that were left over from the challenge in the hideaway. I choose to forget, my beloved. I choose to forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had quite an interesting... Like, first of all, everybody was beefing, and don't get me wrong, entertaining to watch. I don't like the whole adding fuel to the fire between Ella and Wit. I just think that that was super frustrating for me to watch, especially since we know that their relationship is so bent, like, filled with banter. So I didn't think that it would affect Ella so dramatically. For sure. And I just think that they, you know, we're going to get into it more, but I just felt like people were taking sides too hard when, like, what yeah. was really happening was, like, two girls who've gotten very close very quickly and clearly have, like, a sister relationship going on and, like, are also probably sick of each other because they've been in there together for like five weeks straight non-stop okay so sometimes sisters fight people but without further ado let's get into our birdhouses um but we have some loose some loose couples and uh we can start with molly and zach who definitely rekindled things are on a good track i would say um zach actually made me laugh for once in this the, the what was it the superlative challenge where he was trying to get everyone to be friends again he was like guys haha hello we're being goofy let's be friends we're all friends we all love each other i was like i'll let you have this i'll let you have this episode with me but he really yeah. He really broskied himself into my heart during that challenge. It was so funny. He was like doing the whoa and like trying to like lighten things up. But that challenge was savage as hell. I mean, here's the good news is that the good news is that um, they now understand their communication styles. I was actually dying when Molly was like, yeah, like I told him I, I wanted space, but like, no, I don't. And that just like killed me. If that's not the most 21-year-old shit I've ever seen, no, I don't know literally. what else. And then she admitted to Jess. She was like, yeah, I told him I wanted space, but obviously I don't. And then she went to Zach and they had their final chat where they, you know, buried the hatchet. And she was like, yeah, I mean, I told you I like didn't want space. I was like, no, you just, you just said that you said that you did it. But whatever you know yeah love they get that they don't make any sense together like they don't and and I have two more things to say about this and then I'm basically done but I was like oh my god when Zach was like okay well at least like 
now we know for next time because there's going to be a next time. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Clearly, he means, like, couples fight. So there will be probably another squabble. But uh, uh, not to give him too much credit. Well, I, I'm obviously like, yes, couple squabble. But I'm sure the next time you fuck up, it's not going to be just like some regular degular. Like, oh, I miscommunicated about the oat milk at the grocery store. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, I went out to the club and made out with this girl. But like, you know, we're just broskies. Like, we never, I love you. I only want you. But, you know, there's no labels here. <laughs> I know, like, she was just a broski, Molly. She was just a broski. But But, that... Sorry, I was just gonna say, I mean, like, we got the preview for tomorrow night's episode, and it doesn't seem like Molly's dad is feeling Zach in the slightest. He is not. Privately. (laughs) He's like, let me get you away from these cameras real quick. Yeah. He's like, I saw what you did with my daughter. I saw. I saw. He's gonna deck. We could talk. <laughs> He's gonna deck that dude. He doesn't give a fuck if that guy's like six one or whatever. However tall Zach is, like the dad was not feeling him, and rightfully so, to be honest. Like just with given the history and like the dynamics that have occurred so far. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, like the girls all said it perfectly. Zach likes a girl who's not gonna. Um, tell him what's what and she's gonna silently sit there stick by her man until like it really affects her like until she hits her limit and then you know he's gonna if you can say smooth talk he's gonna smooth talk his way out of it um but I don't really know that he's gonna be able to get away with it with a you know somebody's father a grown-ass man with some life experience Yeah, totally. I also think that I just keep thinking about the fact that, like, he wants a woman with, like, no bark and no bite. Mm -hmm. Because I thought it was, like, no bite. But even if Whitney, like, Whitney said something and he literally was, like, not okay with it either. So it's like, okay, you Mm -hmm. really can't take the heat and you don't even want to be acknowledged either for any wrongdoing that you've done. And I thought that his whole uh, interaction with, or sorry, the aftermath of, like, the the party villa Rita Ora appearance of like Molly saying like, I don't know where we're going to go from here. Like I want space. Like I get that trying to respect that for her, but like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm giving him more credit than I should, but like you've literally fucking known her like the entire summer. Like you think you would know if that person actually wanted that much space or like what, like he didn't even try to graph like he didn't try to do anything like you don't have to just leave them completely alone like there's definitely things that you can do to try and recover it instead of just like pulling her like randomly while she's there and even her tone was so funny she's like oh you want to talk now and I was like oh like that was crazy yeah there are little things you can do to let somebody know that like even while there's space you're still thinking about them yeah Um, and like I mean, I guess he got her a uh, juice. <laughs> yeah, but that's like... No, what a gentleman. Isn't... Hey, no. Bar's on the floor, baby. He got Gosh. her a juice. Round I guess. Floor. Men, you guys are killing it. Awards, awards. He got her a juice. 
This is but, this is why this is why our fucking podcast is like the what is that like? T- I sent you a tweet that was like uh, somebody reviewed the Barbie movie and it was like weirdly bizarre and anti man. Like that's yeah. literally the new motto for Villa Birds. Thanks to you <laughs> and you too. We both had a making in this. <laughs> we did. Oh man, it's- another man that I don't love, <laughs> dude. Sammy and what? Jack. So they got a good edit the last three episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um, God bless them. Does his do his moves recently feel extra calculated, you know, with his Absolute best friend? Fucking lutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean the way that Ty said I love you to Ella and he was like, Oh, do you want better? <laughs> Uh, sir, I will go ask just to be my girlfriend. Thank you. Yes. Like, the speed was so... And, you know, I'm going to get into Tyreek, like, a little later, because he... (laughs) He really gets under my skin sometimes, but at least Tyreek, like, had a sincere, genuine, like, private I love you moment where, like, Mm -hmm. you know... They got to have their moment alone away from everybody, but also like involved the whole villa and like got his besties to help him. But just while being sincere, like I hate the Love Island proposals where it's just like, you know, nothing is really done. It's just the guy being like, okay, guys, help me. I'm going to ask her to be my girlfriend. So I'm going to say like two words and then you guys are going to scream, do you want to be my girlfriend? And I'm like, yeah. That doesn't feel intimate or sincere or loving or whatever. Yeah, it was just, like, weird to me. But I feel like Jess would have liked – like, she ate that shit up. Like, he knew that she would like that. They did get voted attention seekers also. So if she loves it, I love it. Yeah. Not really, but (laughs) – And they went to the hideaway. Um, yeah, which was, like, so fucking crazy. Like, did you see Sammy's face when, like, Jess was, like, trying to fuck. She was, like, whip your dick out. I'm ready to go. And then she started asking about all the condoms and shit. I was, like, damn. Is she ready? She really went there. But good for her. I hope she got some. I feel like they've been getting some. Like, I saw some (laughs) Sammy night cams where I was, like, okay, his mouth is really wide open, but, like, usually, but, like, this time, it's, like, really, like, what, that is not, like, a sleep face, like, we're literally doing, like, you know, like, an ooh face. Yeah. (laughs) That's none of my business. Good for them that they got their little alone time. Um, Yeah. I, that is somebody who I'm really hoping's family comes in and is, like, girl, Miss Jess, this man, Treats you like garbage. And you know what? Yeah. Maybe that's why they're bringing in the families early to like push those like last minute storylines. There's like 10 days left. Like, I, this yeah. is not early. It is extremely early. Oh, yeah. Usually top four. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Exactly. We're doing six families. Like, that's kind of crazy. So I feel like they are using the families this season to kind of push those additional storylines like hey if any of you (laughs) disagree like please speak now or forever hold your peace yeah yeah 
Because in four days, they're going to the Love Island altar of I love yous. Dude, nothing's gonna, literally, like, no one's gonna fucking last. I'm telling you, like, they're literally, the producers, like, they thought they ate and they were eaten. But now it's just like, nah, it's like, let's just break everybody up in the most brutal way possible. Let's also destroy the friendships between everybody. Like, these, I can honestly say, genuinely, this season not a single fucking person's gonna stay in touch. They all hate each other deep down. There is no way there'll be any like genuine contact yeah. unless it's an event or it's forced, like ever. No, I agree. I agree. But I will say, like last season, they hated each other more. More for sure. Say, I've never seen a season of people on Love Island hate each other more. I was like, babe, you did not live and suffer through season nine because all of those people hated each other. But that being said, you know, if Anna and Amber and Yuande are not as close as they once were and they were given bestie, bestie, besties, then mm-hmm. yeah, I don't really think people's friendships are going to last. But I do think, I do think these couples are going to last longer than the season nine cast has so far. Like we've already seen some major breakups like Ron and Lana Sammy and Tom can't decide if they're together or not together. You know, all the weaker couples broke up within less than a month. So I think this season... Wait! What? Ron and Lana are done? I think so. I'm pretty sure there were reports. They haven't posted about each other. Like, um, uh, Lana was hanging out with Sanam. And, like, they were, like, a foursome to be reckoned with. They loved double dating. And then she was only hanging out They did! Dude, I'm telling they you. They did. I'm telling you. UK Cosmo, Love Island's Ron Hall and Lana Jenkins have split up on June 5th, 2023, three months after leaving the villa. Can you believe that was only three months ago? We have lived seven lives. Uh, we fucking knew they weren't going to last. We never thought I mean, they were like the best. Yeah, the foundations were not there. So like, I love some couples. But if you want to last, your foundation's got to be there. And to bring it all around back, Justin Sammy, you know, hello. Mm. It, it's, it's giving very much that. You know what? I've never compared them to Ron and Lana. But Ron constantly used Lana as an option. And constantly yeah. was looking where the grass was greener. And the brunettes were always his type. He was always going for the brunettes and not the blonde girl. Um, and then, like, in the end, he was like, no, but I want you. And then Casey comes in, and he's like, how dare you get to know him? And that's exactly what happened to Sammy and Jess. So, yeah. their destiny is sealed um, and locked and faded away. But another, speaking of foursomes, you know, we got a, <laughs> we got a, we got a foursome that refuses to stop tussling with each other. We got yep. Abby, Scott, Mitch, and Ella B, and they go so, they go deep, cut deep with each other. They do not like each other. No they not reconcile. They, they need to, they have like restraining orders against each other at this point, the way they are on opposite sides of the villa. And they yeah. tried the beat Treaty of Versailles like 105 times, and they can just not, they can't, they can't do it. They all hate each other, and not just do the couples hate each other. Like, the people in the couples hate each other. You know what I'm saying? Literally, I am right there with you. 
I do think that it's a little juicy that Mitch kind of has a leg to stand up on in these Mm. fights. Usually he's not on the right side ever, but this time he's kind of right. Like, you know, when he was like, the only part where I was cringing was when Abby was like, we'll roll the tapes, babe. And he like repeated her. And I was like, okay, but no, he's. Yeah, and it, well, to interject, like, I cringed especially hard because what she was referring to was him saying that him and Ella B were not compatible or whatever. Like, whatever Abby said that he said, he deadass said that shit. And he was like, roll the dirt. I'm like, it's all, you're going to embarrass yourself. Like, you just can't help but lie. But I know. And no, and I was just like, so, but but here's the thing. Like, he does have a certain point, like, Abby, just let it go. Like when you're cr- when you're dealing with a genuine crazy person, don't stoop to their level and like be that same level of fucking crazy. Like we've been saw that she was like that already. So it's like so crazy to see, you know, her like continuously going for Mitch, like aiming at Mitch, targeting mm-hmm. Mitch and like doing all the stuff now because I feel like it's just makes her look bad. And she had a clean break. You can walk away. You're with Scott. Like, leave it. But Mitch's clapbacks have been a little too good lately. He was like, you know, when during the challenge, he was like, something, something. They're fake. These people, whatever. And I was like, oh, my God. He's actually, like, popping off right now. Yeah. And same thing with, like, him yelling oh, at said- Abby. Like, why are you so obsessed? Yeah. He said, um... He said the only reason Abby is with Scott is because he didn't want Abby. And I'm like, that's not really even the case, though. Like, because Abby did try to get to know Scott. And then she kind of, like, felt bad. But, like, I don't know. Like, had had Mitch not, like, freaked out only 24 hours into Abby getting to know Scott, like, maybe they could have, Scott and Abby could have, like gotten something going but because he didn't give her the space and she realized that it wasn't worth losing Mitch she wanted to focus on one guy she was like okay I'm indebted with Scott but it wasn't indebted because she didn't have option and you know what I'm saying yeah yeah no totally and I just thought it was like I I just think like the the arguments and the clapbacks are insane because it's Mm -hmm. very like hypocritical. Mm -hmm. I just find them very entertaining, but I will say the only thing that I'm saying like that I feel like Mitch is on the right side of things is like in him kind of accusing Abby of being obsessive or like not letting it go because like she is like, let it go. You have your man. Like Scott is a thousand times better than Mitch. And like, just like, be quiet it's like nearing the end of the season like whatever like just stay calm Mm -hmm. and same thing with like her quote-unquote warning Ella B like Ella B does not give a fuck it's like the last couple of days she's coupled up with Mitch like let her be like she's not gonna listen like I agreed with I think somebody else was telling Abby this that like you know she's not gonna listen but that was the only thing that I thought was really funny no, I, I agree. I agree. I think Abby needs to realize that she's, like, 100% obsessed. And, like, even Scott was, like, it's okay if, like, you are still angry because it just, like, happened. Like, you just need to admit it. Or maybe it wasn't Scott. Maybe it was somebody else. But everybody Whit- Whitney had said it. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was Whitney. I don't know. Yeah. Whitney and, and Scott speak so much truth that it, it's hard to keep them 
separate in my mind when it comes to truth speaking. But yeah, totally. no, you're right. Whitney has been telling Abby for week, like weeks at this point. Has a week. This has been going on for a week. Like you need a cool it. You're just coming off of obsessive. Like you're just going. You know, you're gonna push him away. All this is gonna happen. Everything that Whitney has told Abby is gonna happen happens because Abby's like a dog with a bone. And like, do I understand it? Like, yes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a dude will push you to your limit and you just like have, like, it, it just drives you so insane and you have to be like, no, I'm not the crazy one. I'm not the crazy one. He did say that and he did say this. And like, you guys have to believe me. And it's like, you know, in any other situation where there aren't cameras, I'd be like, speak your truth, queen, like whatever, yeah. <laughs> get it all out, get it out of your system, but everything needs to cool it down, because at the end of the day, they are going to run the clips, they are going to run the tapes, like what Mitch has said behind her back and behind Ella's back will be revealed, and right. she will get the last laugh if she just quiets up, but she's so obsessed with just getting in the last word, I'm like, well, you're not going to get the last laugh if you're trying to get the last word, just sit back, watch the show, and at the end of the day, also, Mitch is going to get his comeuppance because LB is not going to want him the second they're outside of the villa. So just sit back, watch the show. But she can't do that. She has to keep digging, 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 digging. And I think that's also obviously affecting how Scott sees her. I mean, he's really trying to convince her that he's all into it. But I think if we're being honest, calling spade a spade, Scott needs to dead it because he's just not feeling her and it's quite obvious like I don't we saw him all loved up with Catherine and it wasn't giving slow burner and now he's conveniently saying it's a slow burner so I don't know I mean he is but I also agree with you right like there wasn't there was like a a progression with Catherine mm-hmm. and we're not seeing that with Abby. And and at first I thought it was because like, oh, he's afraid of getting like he's afraid of getting hurt again or like things like that. But I genuinely am I think Abby's behavior is what's turning him off. Like yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, I think it's in parts that and in parts that like it is a convenience couple, and he's like, okay, like, well, I'm here, clearly, the public wants me, like, I'm just gonna ride it out, Abby's here, she's a cute enough girl, we're getting along, let's see where it goes, and Abby cannot let the Mitch situation go, so it's, like, harder for him to just roll with the punches, because he's, like, (laughs) involved in this drama, and, like, he can't even, you know, he can't even deny that Abby definitely likes him more, but where Scott is like a little bit wrong, just a little bit, just a little, just a little bit wrong, just a little bit wrong. Still my king though, was Abby did give him the eject button, you know, she did say, if you're not feeling it, I would rather leave here with a good friendship than come out of this, you know, having for something and it just didn't work out and now we don't like each other. She gave him that and he was like, No, I really like you still. It's like, oh god. But Val, that was like a it was a trick. She definitely would have been like pissy and I feel like he didn't fall for it, to be honest with you. Like we've seen how, you know, kind of uh 
out of character she can get when she's upset. Because I, sorry, I just don't really like calling women crazy anymore. I just, I feel like that's not the right word. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where like, I feel like he would have been trapped either way. It was entrapment. <laughs> um, Do I think, to be honest, I feel like, I feel like how Abby moves at times, it can be a little sporadic. Um, but in conversation, I don't really find her to be unfair unless she feels cornered. I mean, unless it's like Mitch, but like, she's like, let's figure this out. Maybe leave it on friends if that's what it is before my feelings are invested, you know, Mm -hmm. before I'm really, you know, before I really can go a little nutso for lack of a better word. And Mm -hmm. that was like. Full full sail ahead. I'm like that. You know what? I, I think we haven't seen. I don't think anybody's like self ejected themselves from the villa this season. Mm-mm. I think now would just be a good time to bow out. Like Scott, the DMs are flooded. There is a wife in there. Catherine is on the outside. Elam has not solidified girlfriend boyfriend title with her. It does not want to be like in a relationship. It said that in front of her. Catherine is outside waiting, and if you don't want her, millions of women from the UK are waiting. We could respectfully bow out and uh, leave this where it was. Leave on a high note instead of continuing to force this situation. Totally, and I. I agree with you on that. I think it's just – I still think we, – we predicted this a couple weeks ago that he was going to walk out, and I'm very surprised that he hasn't yet. And I think with Ty egging him on as well, it's, like, making it even harder to continue staying. But, yeah, no, like, divorce, babes, divorce. Like, just break divorce, it off. Like, divorce. done. He doesn't yeah, even have the so. energy to defend him and Abby anymore. Like, at this point – They're not <laughs> making it. They're not making it. Maybe his family will be like, Catherine's come out outside. She says, I'm sorry. You know, you don't (laughs) like this girl. Get out of (laughs) here. I love how like, (laughs) I don't know why, but like you and the British accent just like always kills me because it's not good. No, it's better than, it's better than most, but it just makes me laugh because I just, I don't know. It's just you. Like, you're just so funny. You always get me. But yeah, no, I hope. I'm very, very, very curious to see what Scott's parents are like. I want to see, like, why is he so sweet? Like, I wonder if his dad, like, treats his mom like a queen. Like, he probably is his mom's favorite. Like, I really want to see the upbringing there because I think they will also have something to say about Catherine I do agree with you on that I think they will and also Catherine like my girl like I just feel so bad about the situation I want her and Scott back I know I'm still in Delulu land where I'm like have your privacy work it out like let's get back on track though like the fairy tale romance isn't dead we can still get this shit together and you have to be the longest lasting couple in from the season point blank period but it's fine it's okay because we know because we know the longest lasting couple from this season definitely is going to be Whitney and Locke like they have that shit locked down yeah unintended yeah um I totally agree um I love them I I I I fear saying I totally agree because I don't want to jinx it but I do hope that they last a really long time outside I love them 
They're really sweet. Yeah. And and the fact that he like still like the fact that Locke has like he's like clearly on Whitney's side, but he's also like trying to support the friendship by like checking in with Ella, making sure she's okay, like giving her a hug, like being like as supportive as possible because he knows that Whitney cares about her. Like mm-hmm. that versus like fucking ties like digs and shit. Like Yes! That is exactly what I was going to bring up. I was going to contrast the two men in in the fact that, like, there's a clear difference between a man, (sighs) a man and a boy. But, like, no, like, Lachan is sitting there being like, I'm on your side. I'm hearing you out. I care for you. I understand how you're feeling. Everything you're feeling is valid. I'm assuring you. And at the same time, like, upbringing the like the friendship and saying like what you guys have is so special don't lose it whatever support it not bad mouthing ella and being like yeah dead her i never liked her anyway and meanwhile tyreek is on the other side like i hope you match it up but i mean whitney is always saying this and whitney is always saying that and she's so i'm like one thing about my man that I love is that not just does he love me, but he loves me and my friends. He loves my friends. So I'm like, you want somebody. You want a long-term partner who's going to love your people as much as you love your people, you know? Right. And Lockin does that for Whitney. And it's I just think that's so sweet. And, and I just really love the fact that they were – like, I feel like Whitney's a bit of me, mm-hmm. and Locke is, like, my man. Because as a fire sign with a water sign, like, Locke, the way that he, like, navigates making sure that Whitney doesn't lose her cool. I mean, she would never lose her cool. But, you know, he kind of, like, makes a light joke about it. Like, when Whitney was going out on that, like, day date with Ella to, like, try to resolve it, he was like, just make sure you don't call her, you know, the most selfish person on the planet. Like, he's just trying to, like, tread on the water a little bit to make sure that she's, like, not going to lose it. And, like, for me, I just feel like that's so relatable for me because, like, I'm the hothead, like, not to to my partner, but, like, I just am a hothead. And I feel like it's... It's just so reminiscent when I see Wit and Locke on my screen. I'm like, oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Because like he's trying to like you know be encouraging and show that he's like supportive of her, but like to kind of check her a little bit too, which is the yeah. funniest thing. You know, like Whitney's a very upfront person who can say how he, she feels, and clearly Locke is not afraid to do that either. But mm-hmm. the way he approaches it is is different. So it's like I'm I'm glad that they have each other to bounce off of. They they have different energies to level each other, but they also do approach um, issues in a very similar way, which is just head on communication. And you know they got voted like least um, sexually compatible or whatever also in the challenge because they just had, like, the least PDA. And Locken said something like, yeah, we're grown people. Like, we kiss in private. I was like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not I was that, like, like, he ate. Not that he you're ate. not grown if you do the PDA thing. I totally would Yeah. Either way. But, like, yeah, like, y'all are some children if you think that, like... <laughs> We can't be freaks just because we are private with our PDA. Like, and no, what are they going to do? Like, straddle each other on the day beds and yeah. shit? Like, no. Some people don't care that they're on TV. 
and some people yeah. do. Like it speaks for itself. Um, obviously, you know, we've touched a little bit on the Ella and Whitney situation, but I want to dive into it a little bit deeper. So I want to focus on Ella and Ty just as a couple right now. How are you yeah. feeling about them? I I like don't know what to say because Okay, I will tell you his confession was like cute. It got me the bean bags under the heart in and the entrance and the their, chocolate. It was their bean bag colors. Like they always said I, being very cute, very very I cute. No. And it just like makes me Oh, oh, and then like the other thing that got me was like, oh, like I found like my first love and hopefully my last at 24. And I was like, oh, because I felt so fucking old, first of all. Second of all, it was cute. And like he has those little like, you know, dog, eye, like dog puppy eyes. And he's like, you know, like, I do love you, you know. And I was like, oh, it got me. I love it. I was sold a dream. I was here for it. I was a little surprised at Ella's reaction to at the start because I feel like she like didn't fully absorb it right away but then when they had gotten back into the villa and celebrated and she was just smiling ear to ear so bad because she was like yeah you were so nervous I thought that was cute and like I love it but with them sharing their formal like I love yous they definitely changed the aura and like they literally think they're hot shit yeah, I just find the <laughs> the allegations of smugness to mm-hmm. be quite misplaced because we've literally heard from other Islanders who are out that, you know, Tyreek goes around like he owns the villa. Like, not just do the boys, like, follow every word he says, but, like, he knows it and, like, he goes around day to day and be like, where's rent? I own the villa. And, like... Jokes are jokes. Like, that is <laughs> fucking funny. That's obviously funny. <laughs> but at the same time, like, Tyreek, you know, I do I, I do 100% think that he really likes Ella. Or not likes Ella, loves Ella. They obviously found something real and special. I believe all of that. But I also believe, like I said last week, that the game is not dead for him. And he is... At least game playing, I mean. You know, not the romantic game. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But the game playing is not dead for him. Like, that's still very much at the forefront of his mind. And it's obvious, like, based on what couples he goes after. Like, he always goes after couples he thinks or gets some kind of confirmation that are stronger than him. Like, he never goes for Zach and Molly because he knows that Zach's fucking up and making a fool of himself. And he knows that Sammy's fucking up and making a fool of himself. You know, he tell he right. drags the boys on and costs them more to do all these things just to come back single and all this stuff. And he's, like, constantly throwing – like, he knows Scott is popular. That is why mm-hmm. he keeps – going after Scott and Abby when, like, genuinely he has nothing to worry about. It, it is why he goes after Whitney and Lockin and says things like, oh, yeah, Whitney, you're smug because you think you got a nice guy, but, like, he can dog you too. It's like, what that? What does that even have to do with being smug? Like, you, okay. Totally. But, yeah, he just really is worried about that number one spot, and I think it's kind of rubbing off on Ella too, if I'm honest. 
Yeah, I mean, Ella's, we've been knew that Ella's ride or die, mm-hmm. right? So she's literally going to, like, stand by Ty no matter what. I will say it is nice to see Ty be a little more in tune with Ella and, like, really try to make her feel better. I feel like he's settling into this, like, boyfriend, like, role. boyfriend role super well. And mm-hmm. I'd love to see that for her because I genuinely do think that she deserves somebody like that who gives her the same level of adoration that she's been giving. So I'll give them that. I'm not saying yeah. that I don't like them. I think it's just this past couple of episodes. Like, I feel like a lot of things have been blown out of proportion. And I also feel like there is that like outlying sense of superiority that's like starting to flood the villa where people are like really, really taking into themselves as like they're the it couple or like the it people in the villa for the mm-hmm. season. And again, like, Tensions are high. I understand. It's final six. We got to knock out two more couples. Uh, but I just yep. don't think the right way to go is to like do this like it's like emotional warfare, like manipulative, yes. like warf- psychological warfare because to like get the couples to fall apart. For sure. Because he does do it in a sly enough manner. Like nobody's called him to attention for the fact that, you know, he's doing this clearly at a for a game playing angle nobody's been able to clock that and like fair enough you know maybe it's not so obvious because it's small incidents happening over time and also like it's hard to flip the script and be like you think i'm playing a game i think you're playing a game because then you do look like you're whatever but i just it's like not gonna help him in the long run like if he just sat there ate his food shut the fuck up adored him and his girlfriend and like just like chilled out like he would like he's gonna have a less bumpy ride to the final that being said i mean there's really no competition for final two no and they deserve to be there they do they really do deserve to be there like i I do love their couple they've been so representative of what this season has brought they have brought the drama they have brought the energy and i do like them as people i just like Ty needs to realize that the game playing and the accusations, like, it's just not going to get him anywhere. Like, everybody likes him more when we see his sweet side. And I really liked seeing his proposal to Ella. And I genuinely liked how unique it was. Like, hasn't been done before. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's just, again, like, he has the awareness and the emotional intelligence to know exactly what the fuck he's doing and if he deep down can show up like this and like eat the fuck up out of like a a, a romantic proposal if you will then mm-hmm. he definitely knows what he's doing with this like psychological warfare he's like freaking Malcolm Gladwell out there <laughs> like preaching for some reason like preaching his weird philosophies and then going back on them and trying to poison the minds of everybody who he sees as competition like this is very diabolical and and while I won't say that he's def- he's the villa villain because I still feel like Mitch is that in that category for some reason I just don't think I agree with the way that he does most of the things so for sure but that brings us to Whitney and Ella and this has the internet divided but I just want to say these girls have buried the hatchet so I'm not gonna take this situation too seriously but without further ado here is the context okay the timeline of events Whitney and Lockin get 
announced as the favorite public couple, whatever, the, the public's favorite couple. They, the rest of the Islanders go back to the villa. They wait to see who Whitney and Lockin kicked out. Everybody, especially Ty and Ella, are surprised who they picked to get kicked out. Also, while they're waiting for them to get back, mind you, Tyreek does kind of bring up that they're not the favorite couple and alludes to, like, being surprised. Rolls off as a joke. Anyways, Ella and Whitney are, disagree about Whitney's decision, but it's not that big of a deal. Next day, we get the challenge. Ella and Tyreek vote Whitney and Lockin smug. Okay, fair enough. It's, I don't know how jokey it is between them, but it doesn't really seem like Whitney took it as a joke. Then, we see Whitney and Lockin vote Ella and Tyreek the most attention-seeking. I will say, Whitney does lay it up a little bit more as a joke and says, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to use this example from when Tyreek said, you know, he wanted to make a scene and he did. And everybody laughed. So, okay. <laughs> it, like, you that was actually that. so funny. <laughs> then, we go to the dressing room to get ready for the night and Ella Ella and Whitney are bickering over the shower because Whitney is annoyed that Ella got into the shower before her and then took 20 minutes when they only have two hours to get ready. Guys, that sounds like a long time, but it's not with hair, makeup, showering, like waiting for 12 other people to get in the shower before you. That's really not a long time, okay? Mm -hmm. Because Whitney is annoyed, Ella says... You know, are you the youngest in your family? I can literally tell. A dig. A dig everybody is forgetting that was said, but a dig nonetheless, okay? Whitney then claps back hard and says, Ella, you're literally the most selfish person I ever met in my life. Ella and Tyreek go separate for the evening. Ella tells Tyreek everything that happened except for the fact that she did throw some shade by calling Whitney the youngest sibling and that it was obvious. Then Whitney, Jess, Lockin, and Sam are all talking. Ellen and Tyreek pass them, pass them aggressively. Then there's some, you know, words exchanged. Hey, guys, come talk to us. They're like, no, you can talk to us. When, um, sorry, this is Ellen and Tyreek, whatever, very passive-aggressive. Ella and Whitney sit down for a conversation, and Ella's like, you hurt my feelings. And Whitney's like, well, that's really funny because you hurt my feelings. Ends in fights. Whitney's like, I'm not taking it back. Ella's like, well, I'm trying to cool it with you and you won't and whatever. Next day, get a text. They're going to go for an outside time, whatever. Outside date to reconcile. And they don't reconcile again. Right. Essentially, Whitney is like, you can't admit that um, it bugged, no, I'm sorry. Essentially, Ella's like, you can't admit that it bugged you that I called you smug. And Whitney's like, yeah, it didn't, but I, obviously it did bother her. Um, but I don't know. Also, like, Ella couldn't admit that she had any wrongdoing or had it, wasn't mean to Whitney at all for those comments to them mm -hmm. come out. And Whitney was going hard on the selfish thing, but also Whitney wasn't saying she's, like, a selfish person, point blank, period. She was saying that she has selfish tendencies. They get back to the villa. They get ready for the evening. Whitney then cools it down with a hug. 
And then they sit down and they clear the air where they say they fight too sisterly and that's why it got so heated. Agree to disagree, but also they did, well, Whitney did apologize and Ella said, I'm, thank you. And they left it at that. They hugged and they're happy. Your thoughts. I think this whole argument is just like wildly blown out of fucking proportion. Like, honestly, I didn't think that. To be fair, I do feel like Ella has shown selfish tendencies, but it's not in a way that she should be made to feel like she's the villain. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that Ella should have, you know, said the comments about Whitney to make it seem like Whitney was the villain. Like Mm -hmm. their fallout was so quick and over things that were left unsaid, which is why it's like easier to just like nip it in the bud when something bothers you. But I do agree with Ella in the sense where Whitney is upset about them voting for her and Locke for being most smug because, yeah, that is a little hurtful. But at the same time, like, she should have just addressed it instead of letting it fester. And I feel like that was just, like, a trigger point for her when Ella was in the shower. And and maybe that was just, like, okay, this is, like, the second strike. I'm getting pissed off. And this is – I'm just going to, you know, let it out because I feel annoyed. But it's more of, like – it's just like if you're like friends with someone for a really long time and they do something, you just get like fucking annoyed. But like you don't, you're not like actually super mad. You want to like destroy the friendship and like never talk to them again. Yeah. So that's why I just like what you said at the start of our episode tonight, or excuse me, today, because <laughs> we're it's nighttime, you guys, but we're loading it on Saturday morning. Um, I genuinely do think it's just because everybody's in close proximity with one another. Like people are just getting cranky, antsy. They're ready to go home and like see their friends and family. So I, I just think it's a, a mountain out of a molehill. It really shouldn't be taking this long for them to recover. No, I totally agree. Like I think both sides had really valid points. Like Whitney wouldn't acknowledge that like, yeah, her feelings were hurt. And it took her a really long time to admit that because I think Whitney, like, does, like, you know, everybody has pride. Like, whatever. We all have our trigger points and we all wanted to find our pride. And, you know, Whitney, like you said, she's a bit of me. I see a lot of myself in her. Like, sometimes you want to just, like, okay, I'm not going to say the smug comment hurt because, you know, it was a challenge. I'm not going to act butthurt over a challenge. But then these other little comments that Ella is sprinkling in are still happening And it's like, okay, I let this go previously, but now it's like three other altercations. I'm on my third strike now. Like, it's all coming out. And it took too long for Whitney to say, like, these things did hurt me. And because of that, I then lashed out and said something about you, which is still true. Like, you can still say, I still think that. Um, And then from Ella's side, like, Ella wouldn't like admit that she had done really anything to upset Whitney, which was very annoying. Um, or that, you know, she was a little butthurt by some of the comments that Whitney also made in the, in the challenge. Um, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, Ella's side wasn't really, <laughs> I didn't really feel like Ella had a leg to stand on a hundred percent. Because I yeah. didn't think she was being truthful with herself either. And also Ella likes to say, like, she doesn't have a problem with somebody while 
literally confronting them like for example with Ella B being like oh I don't have a problem with you babe just keep your name at, or my name out of your mouth that's like well clearly you have a problem because you're bringing it up and that's fine right. but like let's not beat around the bush let's not do this little song and dance I hurt you because this and then the other person heard mm-hmm. I hurt you because this but at the end of the day like I think when it was like a little more strong-headed about it initially but then came around and was like, okay, I'm just going to, like, let it go. We're going to make amends. We're sisters. We love each other. It's not worth all this. And I felt like Ella, Ella not reciprocating the apology was just, like, a little immature. But, like, we know this about Ella. We do know she's a little bit immature. And it does kind of prove that, like, what Whitney said is a little bit true. Like, Ella wants yeah. the apology from Whitney but doesn't want to give the apology and doesn't want to acknowledge that she had a hand in it as well. It's like... This could have also been nipped in the bud sooner if Ella had acknowledged her part in it as well. But, yeah. Anyways, they made amends. They're sisters. And the trio needs to get out on the outside, have a break from each other, and then go back to being besties. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, like, that's all nipped in the bud and... Now, we're just in final days, you guys. Apparently, the finale is supposed to be on the 31st of July. So, today's the 22nd. The day this episode comes out, it's, gonna, it's the 22nd. So, we're all, we're in the home stretch. We are. I mean, we've been saying we're Team Whitney and Locke. I feel like people are a little worried about the vote getting split mm. because of editor, editing and producers and whatever. But I do feel like the vote like is pretty split anyways so like yeah I still think Whitney and Lockin are gonna take it and hopefully this editing didn't do too much damage but you know I still think they're gonna take it by a little bit more I don't think it's gonna be so neck and neck as like people are worried about yeah I wouldn't I will tell you this though like I wouldn't be pissed if Ella and Ty won no me neither I like I just personally, for myself, like, we just got a romantic couple winning. So, like, I wouldn't mind if, like, you know, a character win happened this season. Yeah. I like a little back and forth. I like a little back and forth. I usually like a character winning more than a couple. Just because the couples, Mm -hmm. you know, like, then there's that pressure. And usually, like, they don't last, like, when they do win. So, like, Mm -hmm. shout out Molly and Tommy. Like, maybe you were bitter you didn't win, but... You got a relationship. It's basically cursed to win. They got a fucking... They got their life together. They have, like... Tommy Fury beat the hell out of Jake Paul. <laughs> All right? Molly became... The, uh, they got Bambi. But before even Bambi, I was going to say, Molly became a boss-ass bitch by becoming the fucking creative director of Pretty Little Thing. Like, then they had a child, whole-ass kid to... No, no, they moved in. To like Mason Molay, <laughs> and then literally had a, a baby together. Like they're lit, they they won. Mm-hmm. They truly won Love Island. That's how what I feel like is the winning. And yeah, I don't know. I'm still on on Team Kai and Sanam right now. I'm like still riding their wave. They're so cute together. I'm like here for it. Oh, I absolutely love them, and I'm so happy they won last season. That's exactly who I wanted to win. But that's why I'm a little like, I, I I really wouldn't mind whoever won this season as long as it's down to Lachna Whitney and Ty and Ella. 
But yeah. for me, I think I would be happiest if Whitney won. Totally. Same here. And hopefully that's exactly what's going to happen. But stay tuned, you guys. We've got one more good week left out of our Love Island Season 10 experience. If you haven't already, leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. And if you haven't found us on socials already, come and find us on Instagram and TikTok at VillaBirds. Come find us on Twitter at VillaBirdsPod. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. Thank you so much for listening to us all season. We've definitely noticed like a spike in our listenership, if you will, and just really wanted to extend a heartfelt thank you to like tuning in and just listening to both of us give off our unsolicited opinions for an hour twice a week. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But with that, thank you and goodbye. Peace. Peace.